0: Hey friend, happy last day of July. I I can't believe it. I mean, the older I get, the more I find myself saying that. So I guess I should believe it, but the years it's crazy fast flying by. And if there is anything I know about the last couple of months is that they have been chaotic. It has been hot, hot, hot here in New Mexico. And we have been in full on summer mode at my house I know I'm not alone in this because every single one of my clients that I'm working with right now has been saying the same thing. They're coming in and they're almost embarrassed at first until I tell them like, hey, sister, you and every single other person I'm talking to, including myself, but they come in saying, Jess, I feel like I've just completely lost track of everything we were doing. I am all over the place. If that's you, my friend, You are not alone. In fact, I'm right there with you. But I do think as July comes to an end and the season starts to shift, we go back to school, we have another regular rhythm. Hopefully the weather starts to change and cool off a little bit. We have an opportunity to make some shifts. And as I promised y'all, I've been cooking up something special for you in August. I want to invite you to reset your routine with me. So this week is prep week. We are getting ready for an overhaul and a routine reset. So today you're going to have two homework assignments, and I'm gonna give you all the reasons why, the science-backed reasons why, The how to's to do these two things but it's going to set you guys up for next week and next week is where the fun really starts to happen i will be popping in your ear sunday through saturday with mini episodes every single morning inviting you to join me in on a challenge so that we can all reset our routine as we go into the final half of the year and we're going to end this year with a bang as empowered eaters Get ready for a total routine overhaul with the Fuel Her Awesome Routine Reset Challenge. Starting next week, we will reinvent your routine to pave the way for empowered eating. From morning rituals and quick snacks to evening relaxation techniques, we are gonna cover it all. Join me on the show daily as we set up structured and sustainable daily routines through habit stacking, motivational stories, and science backed insights to support your empowered eating journey. After a long summer, girl, it is time to reset, recharge, and embrace the empowered you. Let the reset begin. Okay, so my reason and motive for this is honestly self motivated because I woke up a couple weeks ago going, All right. I need to have some control over my schedule again. I need to refocus on what I wanted to do and accomplish this year. I need to just get some things in order, get some of my ducks in a row. Right now, they're all over the place, and one of them's a pigeon. (laughs) So I need to reorganize. So part of it comes from that, but the other part of it comes from my work when I worked in corporate wellness. One of my jobs was to evaluate all the metrics and behavioral changes in our employees' Over the course of the year. And we I worked at a huge organization where we had over 13,000 employees. So I had a lot of data to work with. And one of the trends that I noticed was that behavior changes and metrics went in optimal directions at the beginning of the year. I mean, obviously, January, everybody's ramped up and ready to make some changes after the holiday hangover. And that was sustained until about May. Summer hit and summer had many, many obstacles, but many people fell off a lot of the intentional changes they had made at the beginning of the year. Now, July into August was a crucial moment. It was a very, very crucial month because what I found is that folks that were able to refocus and revisit those goals that they set at the beginning of the year or the intentionality that they had been working on, they didn't lose any time from what happened over the summer. They were able to get back on track and continue to work towards taking care of themselves in an empowered way. Those that didn't set aside time to reevaluate and reset, they tended to fall deeper into some of the old habits, and then the holidays come, and that comes with a whole other slew of challenges. So I really think that August is a vital month. It is a month that offers us a lot of opportunity to reset. Schedules do seem to get a little bit more rhythmic this time of year, and it's a great opportunity for us to grab hold of that and show up with some intentionality. All right, you ready for it, my friend? So, we're going to do two things today. You have two homework assignments starting today until we kick off the routine reset next Sunday because this is prep week. There are two things that I believe are really important to giving us that space to make change one is evaluating our environment, and because I'm a dietitian, we're going to talk specifically about the kitchen, and two, is looking at how we take care of ourselves at the end of the day. So to start, let's talk about our eating space and what's happening in our kitchen. I want to start by sharing a quote with you. This is from one of my favorite books. It's called Present Over Perfect, which is by Shauna Nyquist. If you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. It is so good. I have read it. I can't even count how many times I've read this book, but it's one of those. It's short stories, so you can pick it up and Read a chapter, put it down, you know, read another random chapter, or you can read it all the way through about 25 times. And every time you pick it up, I guarantee you'll get something amazing. So this is from her chapter, Simplicity. She says, when I open my closet and see only things I love and relatively few of them, when I open my cabinets and see nothing but white plates, those are just that many fewer decisions to make in a day that always invariably make that day just a couple ticks easier and I'll take it. I've been able to give more focused attention to the higher-stake decisions in my life, the ones about parenting, marriage, and friendship. When I don't have to think hard about what to wear or how to manage all my stuff, the ambient noise of my life gets quieter when there's less stuff in my life and fewer decisions to make about that stuff. And in the newfound silence is space for connection, rest, listening, And learning. And folks, that right there is what we need to enhance our skills as empowered eaters. We need that space for connection to our body, to our biofeedback. We need to have adequate rest so we're not running on anxiety and adrenaline. We need the space to listen and the mindset to learn from our actions. And I really believe that in order to do that, specifically when we're looking at food, I know she's talking about her closet. But when we're looking at our food, we need to have a kitchen and an eating environment that brings us peace. Now, I don't know what your kitchen looks like. I mean, at one point, my my pantries were stuffed so, so full that I couldn't even shut them all the way, and my kitchen table had become my desk not my place for eating. So, you know, if you're there, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed because we can chip away at this one step at a time, but the end goal is to create an eating space that gives us peace when we walk in. Because if we're trying to become empowered eaters, y'all know this, we're trying to listen to our body. We're trying to tune in to our own biofeedback. And when the environment around us is chaotic or we feel overwhelmed, we're really setting ourselves up to have a difficult time connecting to our body. Furthermore, when it comes to food decisions, research shows that we make over 270 decisions about food, just food in a single day. And so if we're trying to clear some of that mental space so that we can make empowered decisions, we are going to need an eating space that doesn't add more decisions on top of that, right? It needs to be something that brings us peace. So when you walk into your eating space, I want you to pick one area to start. Maybe it's your pantry. Maybe it's your kitchen. Maybe if you're like me, it was your kitchen table. We are going to pick one area and you are going to devote one hour to cleaning it up. Just one area, one hour. I want you to do this and then i want you to see how it impacts the next time you eat now if you have the capacity and space to take this farther like doing the pantry and the the uh, refrigerator and your kitchen table let's do all of that because at the end of it we do want that clear clean space to walk into you so that we can practice some of our empowered eating skills i'm going to tell you this is so embarrassing you guys (laughs) i did my uh fridge couple weeks ago this is actually where the routine reset came from I came home we had just gotten back from camping and I was getting ready to put things in my fridge I opened it up and I was like this is disgusting there was like old spilt milk in there tons of expired food I couldn't fit half of the stuff in there I thought this is just I open this and I'm stressed out you know why the heck would I want to prep any meals or think about cooking for the week if I open up my kitchen or my fridge and this is what I see so I started taking everything out Going through it, and I just went down this funnel. My husband came downstairs and he was like, What are you doing? Why are you doing this right now? And I was like, Just leave me alone. I'm doing my thing. So I'm going through it, and then I start taking out the shelves. Guys, this is so embarrassing. Please don't judge me. I was 38 years old before I realized how to take apart the inside of a refrigerator. Up until a couple weeks ago, I kid you not, I had never taken out the shelves, t- popped off the glass and really scrubbed all of the cracks in my refrigerator. It was so gross because I live with three boys and they're all messy. And here's the thing, I am also messy. In fact, my first job, they called me Messy Jesse because I just spill things, I can't help myself. I had never done this before. So I go down this rabbit hole. I take everything out. You know, it actually turned out to be about an hour and a half later. My husband was like, are you done? Are you done yet? Like, when are we going to eat dinner? <laughs> but I just couldn't help it. It felt so good to clean everything out. As I put things back in, I started thinking really intentionally about every particle of food I was putting back in. I was like, what is the purpose of this food? Is this something that brings me joy? Is this something I like to add to my meals? Is this something that is a core part of what I need in my kitchen? And if the answer was no, I got rid of it. Now, if you're inside my program, you know this about me. I believe that when we are an empowered eater, everything we eat has a purpose. And sometimes that purpose is fuel, Like we're eating adequate protein, we're fueling with carbohydrate appropriately before our workouts, and sometimes it's fun. It's ice cream with our kids. So there is a purpose for all kinds of foods, but you better believe when I was repacking my refrigerator, I was evaluating every single one. I was like, is this a food that is fun to me and I want to intentionally have as a fun food, or is this fuel that fuels the kind of lifestyle I want to live, the workouts I want to do, the energy I want to bring to my job, to my family? And if the answer was no to either of those, out it went. Because remember, if we have to make over 270 food decisions in a single day, a single day, I am going to make my life a little bit easier and weed out some of those decisions. Let's look at some of the other things cleaning out your eating space can do. It can reduce food clutter, which reduces distractions. And as we talked about The food choices then start to decrease so we can be more intentional with our choices. There was also research published in the Journal of Environment and Behavior, which emphasizes the impact of organizing your eating environment on food choices and your consumption. They found that by decluttering and organizing your kitchen, you create a visually appealing and less distracting space, making it easier to be mindful. For any of you that are working to build your empowered eating skills, One of the first steps in that is learning to listen and tune into your biofeedback. And we talk a lot about what biofeedback is and how to monitor it inside the Empowered Eating course. But in order to do that, we need to have that reduced food clutter to reduce some of the distractions so we can actually connect to that biofeedback. The other thing cleaning out your eating space can do is it increases the visibility of intentional food some of the things that you are wanting to like train yourself to eat whether that's adding more carbohydrates to your meals adding some color whatever it is you are working on adding to your plate we need to create some space for those foods to sit without hiding them behind you know the foods that we are always eating a study conducted by Cornell University's Food and Brand Lab found that individuals were much more likely to consume fruits and vegetables when these items were predominantly displayed in easily accessible areas in their kitchen. When I read this one, I laughed because I also know that a lot of food companies that target children, like they will put their their food products or the grocery store will put their food products at kid eye level. So things like Gushers and Lucky Charms and all those really brightly colored foods that are, are where they're wanting our kids to eat, they'll put it, you know, at like three feet high. So your kids see it. It's like using that same tactic, but in our own home for ourselves, we don't outgrow that putting fruits and veggies, the color, the carbohydrates, the different things that we're adding into places that we can see at eye level makes it more likely that we will grab those foods. Okay. So your mission is to pick one area of your kitchen to clean out and if you're like me, you get sucked down a rabbit hole and you end up cleaning the whole thing anyways. <laughs> but, but if you're not, if, you, if you're strapped for time or maybe you have more work to do in the kitchen than you would like to admit, also you're not alone. I mean, I just confess to thousands of people that I have never cleaned out my fridge in the full, uh, to its full need. Ugh, it was so gross. So embarrassing. Anyways, wherever you're at with that start somewhere because clearing that space is going to make your empowered eating skills much more accessible in the kitchen okay you ready for part two here is your second homework assignment we are going to work on establishing a nighttime routine when we are in summer and schedules are crazy and we're all over the place we tend to end the day exhausted and it's like we go on autopilot i literally heard these words coming out of my mouth the other day my boys were fighting And they were coming, you know, to tell me, mama, mama, my brother did this. I looked at them and I said, it's past seven. I don't break up fights after seven. I'm done. (laughs) And they were like, what do you mean you don't break up fights after seven? I was like, I'm done. And this is how the days have been. I just, I am exhausted. I have left it all on the field. When we get like this, we tend to want to go into autopilot. And unfortunately, going into autopilot is where a lot of our old, maybe not so helpful habits come in. This is where we tend to start scrolling on our phone. One of my clients the other day called it a doom scroll. I loved that where it's just like it never ends. Maybe our eating habits aren't in alignment with empowerment and that can go either way, right? Like maybe we're snacking on things without being intentional or maybe we're not eating because we're just feeling like we're done and we can't put forth any more effort. So we just we skip the last meal of the day. So my challenge for you is to not kick on to that autopilot. Now, if you're finding you really need a break, like you want to give yourself some social media time, you want to watch a show, you need that decompression time. There's so much value in that, but let's give ourselves a time cap. I usually give myself 10 minutes of scrolling or a 30 to 45 minute show if I really just need to turn off and shut down. But let's challenge the all or nothing mentality here and give ourselves that time to reset and not throw out the rest of the night. So, here are some reasons to establish a nighttime routine. One, it keeps us out of autopilot. Two, research actually shows it helps to improve our sleep quality. So, a structured nighttime routine can significantly impact. Our sleep quality research conducted at the university of pennsylvania found that individuals with a consistent bedtime routine they didn't specify on exactly what that was but they did say they were consistent with it they experienced better sleep outcomes including reduced sleep disturbances and overall improved sleep quality as a dietitian i loved one part of this study it highlighted that high quality sleep was actually linked to a decreased craving for low nutrient food. Now as someone that helps people make intentional decisions with their food, I think it's important that we tune into that biofeedback. But one of the things we know is poor sleep can mess with our biofeedback. So that's why your second part of your homework assignment on this routine reset prep week is to establish a nighttime routine. Now that's going to look different for every single one of you. But I want you to spend some time, after this podcast is done, spend five minutes deciding two to five things you can commit to doing every single night. I'll tell you what I love to do. Wait, let me rephrase that. I don't love to do it. (laughs) Morning Jess loves that nighttime Jess did it, but nighttime Jess is tired and feels like a five-year-old resisting it sometimes. (laughs) Have you noticed that? For those of you who have kids, you tell them to brush their teeth at night and it's like, every time i ask them they're like again and i'm like yes again (laughs) and i feel that way sometimes though with this nighttime routine but nonetheless i do it and morning just is super grateful so my nighttime routine consists of five things first i do the dishes i just going to bed with dirty dishes in the sink sets me up for cleaning up yesterday's mess the next morning and i don't like to do that so i do the dishes second part is taking my supplements including my sleep time supplements Three is washing my face, brushing my teeth, and putting on pajamas. The putting on pajamas piece, it was new to me. I used to always just like sleep in a, a workout shirt, a sports bra, and I read... Actually, it was Present Over Perfect, that book I read to you guys earlier. She talks about actually putting on pajamas and taking time to pick out clothes for rest, and it actually sends the message to your brain that rest is just as important as the day. I thought... That wasn't research-based. That was her thought behind it, but I thought that was so powerful. So I I now have pajamas, and I put on my pajamas. The fourth part of my nighttime routine is a decompression 20 to 30 minutes, whether that's watching a show, reading, reflecting on the day, journaling. Sometimes I scroll on um, Pinterest or like to know it, my shopping apps, all the fun things like that. And then the fifth part is putting on my sleep mask. I have this amazing sleep mask that has Bluetooth speakers and I listen to a meditation and I fall asleep. So this is my nighttime routine. I can take it with me just about anywhere I go, but I have to stay committed to it. And I will tell you when I, when I break my decompression time. So if I go past the 20 minutes, I actually miss my fall asleep mark. And it takes me forever to fall asleep. As I'm saying this to you. I totally did this last night. (laughs) I was watching Romeo and Juliet with my husband. I haven't watched that in years. My inner 14-year-old fell in love with Leonardo DiCaprio all over again. But I broke that and I ended up staying up till midnight and it threw off my whole day. So I really have to respect that decompression 20 so that I don't miss my fall asleep window and then I can put on my sleep mask and fall asleep. So I want you to spend a minute as we close this podcast coming up with your two to five nighttime routine checklists and let's start practicing that this week. You're not going to get it perfect every night. You're going to mess it up like I did last night but when you do instead of beating yourself up just let it be a reminder like today when I woke up tired I was like all right yeah just good reminder why I need to respect the decompression 20 to 30 minutes and not go beyond that. All right friend so to recap your two homework assignments this week as we prep for our routine reset next week. We are going to have so much fun next week, but these two steps are going to be crucial in getting you ready for next week. I want you to clean out at least one part of your kitchen. Let's get that space cleared out so we can make room for empowered eating skills to be employed. And number two is think, map out, and start playing with a standardized nighttime routine. I can't wait to hear how this goes for you guys. And I will see you next week on Sunday morning. So I'll be here early, not on my typical Monday drop, as we kick off the routine reset. Be sure you also watch your email. I'm going to be sending you guys videos, a checklist to follow along and join in on the fun. If you are not a fuel her awesome insider there are a few ways you can become one head on over to jessbrownrd.com. you can either download my three steps to empowered eating guide i have a sample meal plan you can download or you are always welcome to watch my free workshop on how to eat intuitively and hit your goal sister i am wishing you luck this week carve out time for yourself to do these things you are worth it you're giving so much to other people We got to give a little bit to you, pour into your cup so you can give more to the world around you. I'm sending you an audio hug right now, sister. You are amazing. You are awesome. And I'm so excited for you to reset your routine with me. I will see you here on the show next Sunday for the Routine Reset Challenge. Until then, cheers and happy eating. I'm so glad you tuned in today, and I cannot wait to reset our routine together starting next Sunday. If you want to learn more about becoming an empowered eater, you can always check out my free workshop, How to Eat Intuitively and Hit Your Goals. That can be found over at JessBrownRD.com. I can't wait to see you right here on the show next Sunday for our Routine Reset Challenge.